Welcome to Wake Up with Wall Street for Monday, April 12th. Today's top stories? Fed Chair Jerome Powell went on the TV show 60 Minutes last night. What did he have to say? I'll have details shortly. And last Friday, the Biden administration changed its guidelines for interacting with the country of Taiwan. Are we about to get into a new conflict with mainland China? And if we are, what will that mean for our economy? I'll discuss all of that in a moment. Finally, earnings season is about to kick off with our largest bank set to report on Wednesday. What should investors expect? I'll have more on those and other topics shortly, as well as a complete check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Friday. It was all green for stocks on Friday, with several indexes making new all-time highs. The S&P gained 31 points, or 8 tenths of 1% on the day, and set a new all-time high. The Dow gained 9 tenths of 1%, and it set a new all-time high. While the NASDAQ 100 gained 2 thirds of 1%, but could not quite get to its own all-time high. S&P sectors were a little bit more ambiguous, with several losing ground on the day, including consumer staples and energy. Energy was lower because crude oil continues to meander around $60 a barrel, in the face of the OPEC plus group of producers looking to increase production as the world starts traveling again. Finally, volatility eased a bit as you would expect with markets higher and the weekend looming. Valdex, ticker symbol VOLI, fell by 1% on the day. Last night, investors had the opportunity to watch Fed Chair Jay Powell appear on the TV show 60 Minutes. Mr. Powell said the Fed expects strong economic growth and strong job growth to continue and he said the Fed will support the recovery until that recovery is nearly complete, meaning the potential for an interest rate increase this year is effectively zero. When asked, he said the principal risk to our economy would be a resurgence of COVID-19. I don't think any of this is a surprise to observers, although one thing the Fed chair did say about asset prices in general and stock prices in particular is interesting. He said that the Fed can't identify asset price bubbles, so it will instead focus on other issues like bank balance sheets and market liquidity. I find all of this about not being able to identify bubbles and asset prices just a little too convenient for the Fed. Chairman Powell is essentially saying, hey, it's not our fault if something horrible happens. But the Fed asserts that they can predict the future of interest rates with an astonishing degree of certainty. So if they're so prescient when it comes to interest rates, how come they're so unable to help when it comes to asset prices? I think, as I just said, that it's a really convenient position for the Fed to take. It's also really dangerous given that they're the ones inflating the current asset price bubble. In other news, the Biden administration on Friday implemented new guidelines which will allow U.S. diplomats to meet more freely with officials in Taiwan. This is seen as a response to mainland China's increased belligerence in the region, including fears that an invasion of Taiwan is planned. We haven't done a good job creating a coherent policy towards either China, or if we have a coherent policy, we haven't done a very good job of articulating it. And unlike the Soviet Union, which was economically backward and which had largely divorced itself from the global economy, China is fully engaged economically, making the diplomatic calculus vastly more difficult. I'll keep an eye on this issue because of the potential for economic and financial disruption. Turning now to the day ahead on Wall Street, 
at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time with 2 hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open. Stock index futures point to a lower opening on Wall Street. Futures say the S&P is set to open lower by just one-tenth of 1%, but the NASDAQ 100 is set to lose three-tenths of 1% on the open. Some of this weakness is a concern about a new wave of COVID cases as the number of cases has climbed since dipping in March. The number of active cases is now as high as it was in mid-February. Despite Jay Powell's promises of nearly infinite easing, the 10-year yield is essentially unchanged this morning at 1.66%. Crude oil is finally strengthening a bit. It's up 1.2% overnight, and it's back above $60 a barrel, although just barely. Traders will be gearing up for the start of earnings season on Wednesday when J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Wells Fargo kick things off. Worries that earnings won't measure up to really lofty equity valuations will likely keep a lid on equity prices until we start to see a bit of the earnings picture. That's been Wake Up with Wall Street for Monday, April 12th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead, and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's Worst Company in the World. If you have a company that you'd like to nominate as the very worst in the world, be sure to send me an email at worstcompany at wakeupwithwallstreet.com. Now wake up and go get them.